Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. Now let's get on with the show. Episode two, You Don't Know Me. Um, Charlie's not here this week because he's been suspended for catfishing. Um, so he's taking a week out, but hopefully he'll be learning from his lessons and coming back next week. But I am here with one of my very favourite people in the whole world, Rich! Hey, just landed like fresh tilapia. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say your last name because you are a teacher, and I don't know if teachers are meant to do stuff like this. But actually saying I you're a teacher probably makes it worse. <laughs> I'm identifying you further. But um, yeah, so... It's, it means a lot to me to have you on the podcast today. And the reason is because our Drag Race journey started 100% together. 12 seasons ago. Right at the very beginning. More. And this is something I always shade Charlie about because he has still to this day not seen season one. And a lot of Drag Race fans, they call themselves fans, say they love Drag Race, but they've never seen the lost season. We were getting our life to the lost season. I know, like Akashi and all that. I have a friend who um, can't watch it because it's too grainy. I know. And that was like all we had. Do you remember we used to sit on your bed and we used to balance the laptop you had on a chair because it would only work at a certain angle, <laughs> which is actually quite nostalgic. So that's also what we're doing right now. Right now yeah. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> but um, yeah, we fell in love with the show straight away. And it was before social media. It was before all of this huge phenomenon. But um, <laughs> do you remember how we used to be tortured because we... Um, it, it was a lot harder in the early days to watch Drag Race so it was very hard to not find out who the winner was <gasps> and I think that for was... the first five seasons did we ever not know who the winner was we always knew because the, the news <laughs> would just come up and you say oh when is RuPaul next on and you say oh this is the winner <laughs> fuck <laughs> and then you would complain that you knew the winner and tell me and then I would know the winner so it was just like we were constantly spoiling it for each other yeah but we don't know the winner of season 12. <gasps> but what we do know is it was not going to be Sherry Pie. Because she... <laughs> too soon? She has been disqualified. So we're going to have to talk about this because it's what everyone's talking about. But um, yeah, Sherry Pie, one of the contestants on season 12, yesterday, because uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, she was disqualified because she was catfishing and pretending to be Alison Mossy, which is like the worst drag name ever. Um, oh a casting God. agent who was kind of tricking aspiring actors into sharing uh, illicit, illicit, illicit mm. Edwards, <laughs> explicit content <laughs> about themselves. Um, and when she was cast this week, I think people started exposing what she'd done and then drag racers acted very swiftly and have basically said that she's no longer part of the show, but they are gonna air the season. Do you wanna read the statement, Chicken? I will. Out of respect for the hard work of the other queens, VH1 will air the season as planned. Sherry will not appear in the grand finale scheduled to be filmed later this spring. Spokesperson for the VH1 and World of Wonder. Uh, they've also tweeted, In light of recent developments and Sherry Pie's statement, Sherry Pie has been disqualified from RuPaul's Drag Race. And I don't want to give any spoilers as to how far she came on the show, but it has been out there in the... Um in the Runiverse, if anyone wants to find it. Uh, but it seems like it is going to be quite awkward to edit her out. But we shall see how that goes. But until then, on United Queendom, we're just going to pretend like nothing ever happened and keep reviewing the show as ever. Because oh. what else can we do? Um, but it's fair to say that um, Sherry, much like AJ and the Queen, is now cancelled. Yeah, because that was the other <laughs> bad news of yesterday. It was Black Friday. AJ and the Queen is not coming back, which I'm sad about. Did you like AJ and the Queen? Not a fan. Did you watch the whole thing? No. First three episodes, <laughs> and then the last one. Just so that I knew what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last one was a cliffhanger that we're never going to find out the truth to, so that's I even know, more I think it posed more questions than it answered. But, but let's get into this week's episode, and we have the second opener of the season. Um, we get six new contestants. I think it's six. Oh, no, first of all, we get last week's contestants coming in. Uh, Widow, she says she knows what's going on. She says, I hope these bitches are ready to eat the leftovers because that's what you do when you're number two. <laughs> yeah, and she was straight for that mirror. She said, oh, 
leave a message on the mirror. And she went, all right. And just, <laughs> she went you all the way. tell me like, twice. Yep. <laughs> I'm ready to do this. She kissed it. Well, she's coming straight off a win, so she's very confident. <laughs> she's getting right <laughs> yeah. in there. But then we get the new set of contestants coming in. First up, we get Rockham Sakura, who I thought was Rock M Sakura. It's Rockham Sakura. Rockham Sakura. Rockham Sakura. That's the mm. one. That's the thing you need to know about Rich as well. He's very talented with languages. He speaks a lot of different languages. So, mm. Arab. I have no idea what that was. <laughs> Japanese. That's just being drunk. Rockham is not Japanese. He's Filipino, Vietnamese. That's one of the first things he says. Am I Japanese? Is that cultural appropriation? We'll find out. <laughs> but <laughs> clearly she's showing straight away. She's really funny. She kind of reminds me a little bit of Trixie Mattel. She's got that dry sense of humor. Yeah. And I kind of live for it. But I c- couldn't believe how much she came in on her own. No one else was there. Yet she still managed to be so extra. <laughs> like, it's not easy to be extra she was alone. trying out, like, how hard the tables were. How hard is this table? <laughs> Gotta Just... get my screen time, bitch. <laughs> but she was flirting all around the place. And then next up, we had Dahlia. She said, live a little, sin a lot. Yeah, and also, I was really sort of surprised by how much, like, Aja she looks. I know she's got that whole and alternative. Sounds. Yeah, she's got that whole alternative thing going on, sort of emo ear holes whatever they're called flesh holes ear holes plug holes <laughs> plug holes <laughs> all of that in the photo they showed of Dali with Aja I didn't know which one was which well luckily she looks like All Stars 3 Aja not season 9 Aja which was let's be honest busted princess mm. disaster but yeah she's beautiful uh, she comes in she kind of just keeps starting every introduction of herself with I'm not a bitch but I mean I will cut you I will tell you you're a bitch I will steal your boyfriend <laughs> but I'm not a bitch <laughs> clearly you're going for a villain edit and I think it's happening something we learned from this episode is that Dahlia is just a massive liar <laughs> yeah I'll come back to this <laughs> that's she true lies Co- the whole way through this I don't want to use the word compulsive but yeah and speaking of compulsive liars the next entry was Sherry Pie let's not get too attached to this one but she's coming in and it's I found it very annoying that it's like oh this is the type of queen that I would love but there's no point me developing a love for her now because she's been written out of the history books before they've even started but I'm like why could it not be someone I don't know really annoying like milk (laughs) why couldn't you have catfished someone why does it have to be someone who is, like, very much up my alley? Bitch, you're supposed to be serving fish, not serving catfish. <laughs> Tea. And then next up we have Jan. Um, oh, my God. This was a failed entrance, I think. Yeah, it was really odd to what and really awkward. So she was referencing when Fergie did the Super Bowl and Fergie apparently wore a basketball top and then... What was the quote? At the end, she says, let's play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> If you have to explain your entrance line, do it again. Yeah. Just also don't refer to sports at any time. <laughs> not in drag race. <laughs> drag is Unless not it's water a contact sport. sport. <laughs> and then she, we get her referred to as Jan Bleep, which is oh, because yeah. do you know what the reason for that? Yeah, but I can't remember the name of the product. So it's Jan Sport, which we don't really have in the UK, but I think it's a big. <laughs> Do we? I wouldn't remember it because it involves sport, of course. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, in America, it's a big bag brand, but like a sports brand. Yeah. But I found it interesting that they're bleeping out Jan Sport, but not bleeping out Sherry Pie, who like a lot of people are calling for to be pixelated now. <laughs> not because the catfishing, just because she's ugly. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. FYI, this is a good point to mention. I do not condone anyone being nasty or like trolling Sherry Pie. I think that a disqualification has been punishment enough and I do think people should leave her alone. I think there's nothing to be gained from galvanising and, like, that mob mentality of going after someone. But I'm still going to be shady because that's our town here. Yeah, I see what you mean. Leave that desperate bitch alone. (laughs) (laughs) That was nice. (laughs) Next up we have um, Jada Essence Hall, who comes in looking absolutely stunning. Mm, and also says mm. she's like, mm. yeah, it was delicious to watch her. Actually. <laughs> uh, I love that she said she's not necessarily a drag queen, but she's a female impersonator. I thought that was really interesting. It reminds so... me of like old Gia Gum when it's <gasps> like, don't mention Gia. <laughs> Rich lives for Gia. I'm a Gia like... Gun super fan. Thank you. And you do a great Gia impression. Do you want to break it out now? Oh, I don't think I can. Can I? Which one? 
Um, I'm sensitive to the fact that you are a sensitive person. I don't know why that's my, <laughs> that's my favourite one. That's really bad. You did a really good quote from her earlier from The Switch. Oh, yeah, in The Switch, when she kicks off. And she says, Pues, tú eres feo como mujer porque eres feo como hombre. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make an ugly woman because you're an ugly man. <laughs> I love the fact that even when you sent me that before it's translated, I knew how shady it was. <laughs> Some things translate <laughs> yes, just she... from the sound alone. <clears throat> and then last up, we have Aidan Zane, who comes in and straight away is getting that kind of Sharon Needles, Evie Oddly, strange edit. And they all just kind of crowd around her and sort of grill her mm. about like, well, how much have you performed? You're an actress? Like... Are you, tra- are you trained? Sherry Pye says, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, and just kind of, do you perform? Well, no, and it's like, it just feels like she's kind of floundering already. Yeah, there was almost a feel of, like, the kitty of the situation. Like, oh, because she's new and not a seasoned queen or a performance queen or anything. Everyone sort of looked at her like, oh, but what can you do? But I found it weird that she said, you can't compare me to any other drag queen. And I thought, well, if you've watched Dragula you actually totally can. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't be as (laughs) Dracula as them. Yeah. Well, I just love when, and this happens quite a lot, when someone whose brand is being weird and they come in like, yeah, I'm kind of a little bit psychotic. It's like, are you? You seem really shy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that something to be proud of? But um, yeah, so we get all the entrances and then straight away, Rue comes in and what did you think of boy Rue coming into the episode? Did you notice anything? Or is it just me? I don't know, just that it was sort of a different variation of episode one, her coming in with a big hat. Like a... I thought Rue looked really tired and ill. Oh, she had like old. big bags under her eyes. And I wondered, like, because Raven's meant to be a makeup artist. I was like, did Raven take the day off? And then two minutes later, we see Raven was in the mini challenge again, the fashion runway. Yeah. I'm like, because she had to drag herself up. Did she not have time to do Rue's bags? I clocked it. You'll see it on a rewatch. Oh, okay. But we go straight into the fashion runway. Uh, they do spring and fall again. And I think because they split up the teams, why didn't they have one doing summer and winter? I thought that, but actually, no, I disagree because I oh, here want we go. to see the same... I want to see the same task oh, I see played by everybody yeah. so that you can see how well or poorly they've done at that same task. Otherwise, you think, well, the yeah. episode one girls could have excelled in a different way. But then we already get that with the Maxi Challenge, because one of them gets the Nicki Minaj rap, and then the next one gets, obviously, the Chicago star number. The T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you... So I didn't look this up, but did you clock everyone who was in the runway, you know, at the front row? The people... Like, pretending to be... Yeah, so I think Kim Chi, unless I'm being racist, yeah. was meant to be someone. And then <laughs> there was, was two yeah. other people who said, not so-and-so, not yeah. so-and-so. But I couldn't... I assume they're girls from Drag Race pretending to be that person, but I really didn't get who it was. I couldn't work it out. Because they did it in season seven, and Alaska was pretending to be... What's her name? Anna Winter. Oh, yeah. And I think they did it last year with someone. But yeah, this time, please let us know if anyone knows. Because Reddit wasn't giving me anything. Um, And then we get the runways. Uh, We're not going to go through all of them. Otherwise, we're going to be here for hours. (gasps) But we have to talk about Rockham's. Because she drew that herself. The anime one. That was cool that she drew it herself. And made sure to let us know as well. Which is a good thing. Of course. Um, Yeah, she. I mean, she actually kind of gave me a bit of Nicki Minaj. Which would have suited last week. She had the big pink froze. I liked the look. And what was her second look? Oh, it was felt, but I love the fact she gave the quote, I said I felt, which mm. is from All Stars 2, which have you even watched yet? Yeah, I think I've watched that one. Oh, you're not showing your credentials here, chicken. What were your other favourites from the runway? Um, from that one, I actually really loved Dahlia's green dress, orange hair. I loved it. But again, it. very Aja, <laughs> because of the orange hair. I was I getting guess poison maybe she's ivy. trying to show that family resemblance. Well, I guess that's all she knows. It's probably Aja's clothes, to be fair. <laughs> and then her second look was black fur with that little, like, what do you even call a squiggle like that like on one's kiss forehead? Curl? Kiss curl. That's cute. Uh, I love that. I thought it was striking, memorable. And when she took her wig off afterwards, they're actually still stuck to her face, so they're not part of the wig. They're just stuck. Oh, um, I assumed she'd drawn them on. I didn't think it was part of hair. Oh, I see. Yeah. 
Um, one of my other favourites, if we're even allowed to say this, I don't know. Sorry about that bleep. It's Rich's laptop. It's very old. Is was Sherry Pie. And I love the fact that um, when she did her quotes for florals for spring, she said, groundbreaking. <gasps> Devil wears Prada. Obviously, you were going to clock the reference because basically me and Rich only communicate in quotes. We don't speak in full sentences to each other. So, and Devil Wears Prada is one of the films that we constantly quote from. So this is probably, believe it or not, the most coherent conversation we've ever had. Yeah, this is, this feels really weird. Normally it's like, where's that fleshlight I had in my hand yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) But what is your, and I know this is a big question for you, what is your favourite Devil Wears Prada quote? (gasps) Because we use a lot of them. (laughs) Mm. I should have pre-warned you about this, but you'd have been up all night, sweats, (laughs) screaming. (laughs) (laughs) I would have done. Um... This is such a shit one. Answer a glacial page. You know, that thrills me. <laughs> I actually just love... It's more of a look than a quote. But when, at the very end, she just looks and says, Go. I think there's so much power in the way that she says that. Most I've done that to just... many Ubers before. That's when my rating is so low. Um, my favourite is, which we've used many times, I don't want that. I'm having lunch with Irv. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, I don't want that. I am having lunch with her. <laughs> In my head. <laughs> um, my least favourite. I mean, I hated Aiden's. I thought it was ugly. I didn't get the concept of the gnome thing. And I didn't like the second look being like ugly. Just, ugh, I just found it all very... If you're going to go down that ghastly route, commit to it more. It was all very in the middle. Yeah, I also just find her, not just the way that she paints her face, but her actual face structure is really odd. She kind of looks like Edith Piaf. Like a very odd... Apart from she has lots of regrets. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> yeah. It's Is that just... the right person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just... Mm, I don't know. To look at... She's just not attractive. And you I think she's it. fugly? That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I just, nice not... constructive criticism there, Rich. <laughs> you should be a guest judge on Drag Race. I, I just think your face is her. horrible. She also can't walk. No, she shuffles. Mm. Yeah, she's not committing to it. And that's why I, I was really surprised with how this episode went, because I thought she was getting a very first out, mortifying edit. And then, spoilers, but later she like kind of wowed the judges. Yeah, it was really it's surprising. Was... I was punching my pillow at this point. I was furious. <laughs> <laughs> that's as manly as you get. Um, and then we get to the point where they're all de-dragging. Dahlia is walking around naked, clearly... She's got the goods and she's not afraid to advertise them. Mm. She wants to be trade of the season. And I don't think she's got a lot of competition. I don't know, the Persian... Last week everyone was saying Jackie Cox, but me and Charlie thought it was a bit of a reach, to be honest. I like a geek. Yeah, that's true, you do. Um, We get Rock talking about she loves de-dragging because of the Hot Pocket. (laughs) (laughs) That was so odd. (laughs) What are you saying? But not even just the first set of tights or the second but when you get down to the fourth set that's when all the steam comes out clearly as we later find out this is her farts coming out (laughs) she thinks everybody has this but it's not it's like it's because you fart ten times in the workroom you just got there but it really reminded me of um, because we used to do drag together didn't we oh Halcyon Dave a long time ago (laughs) do you want to share some of your old drag personas do you remember all of them Um, I think there was Crowella DeVille when I did the crow thing <laughs> that was the was that the first one? Yeah. Was that when you were um Medusa the Seduce. Oh. Oh I was a Veronica. What was Veronica Ver- Rouge? <gasps> Veronica Rouge. We both, I think, just completely erased that first one though and started with the second we were one. Like, that was fancy dress, that was not right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the house party at yours where someone took a shit on the floor and we all walked <laughs> through it. Oh my god, that was horrific. And I've waited fifteen years to tell you, chicken, it was me. <laughs> it wasn't oh it was god. not me, it was not me. Do you go and do that drag? That wouldn't even shock me. But yeah, we all walked through it and everyone smelled of fetal matter. Is it fetal or fecal? Fecal. <laughs> fetal is babies. My feet smelled of fecal matter. And it was during that period of my life, which still hasn't ended, where I kept getting locked out of my house and my neighbours... It still happens now. Yeah. At uni, would always let me in when I got locked out. But it was four in the morning. I'd come from your house party. I was in full drag and I smelled of human fecal matter. <gasps> And then they opened the door and they went, this is the last time. And you know what? It was. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I brought up as doing drag... Wait, go through our other names. So you then went on to one beginning with L. Was it just Lulu? Oh, yeah. Was there, like, 
Lucia or something. Lucia. And I was like, oh, darker hair. And it just didn't work because I'm so ginger. And that's when I was Medusa the Seducer. Mm. And then I tried to be Paige Turner, but I don't think I ever went out Paige as Paige. Turner. Oh, and Keely, Keely Nova. I never that was, was out with you and Keely Nova. And I realised there were loads of Paige Turners and then I went to Jen Debender. But that's when I was a yeah. Benji. Yeah. And now we don't do it anymore. Because it just wasn't working. <laughs> There's room for everybody. Let's just say that. And the reason I bring that up is because she's talking about the Hot Pocket. Do you remember how many pairs of tights I used to wear when I did drag? To cover your hair. Seven, because I had so much hair and I didn't want to shave it just for one night out. So I put seven layers of tights before you couldn't, they stopped looking like varicose veins and it was all smooth. And even then, I had no Hot Pocket. It's just a, she made that up. She was trying to like, propagate something that is not a thing <laughs> yeah rocker stop trying to make fetch happen stop trying to make hot pocket happen um and then we get aiden revealing that she used to work at ihop oh no she still works at ihop do you know what that is no what is that it's where heather mills works and joking she's got one like ihop <laughs> no but um it's ihop is international house of pancakes so it's like a big pa- pancake chain in america america oh i see yeah, so she, I think, is the only one out of the cast, the second lot of the cast, who is not a full-time track queen. She's still um, pancaking during the day. Um, so oh, we've, we've got them all out of drag, and now we get to the point where they find out they're doing the You Don't Know Me verse. And they all have to do it in the style of Fosse. Oh my God, Fosse, the word meant nothing after the third time I'd heard it. If you they had a drinking game for Fosse, you'd be as wasted as you were last night. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, it, Rich, do you know what Fosse is? I have no idea what Fosse is. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but the, by the time the episode had finished, I was like, felt really bad I didn't, because I love Chicago. Have you seen Chicago? Mm. Yes, yeah, so we love Chicago. So I'm, is Fosse the person who wrote the music? Well, this is, an, this is one of the times that Dahlia lies when she says, oh my God, I love Fosse. And then, like, they ask her about it and she just cannot show the receipts of loving her. Or him. <laughs> or him. <laughs> or whatever style of dance it might be. That reminds me of that quote in Clueless. Do you, do you know Clueless? Yeah. When he goes, do you like Billy Holiday? She goes, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. You're right. Dahlia was lying all the way through. I totally did not pick up on that. Yeah, she really was. But I also loved, um, I think that was around the same time that they say, they say something about her face and she goes, well, they say that, you know, they read me for my face, but I can't change my face. This is my face. <laughs> and I love the way she says it. <laughs> That's what Rockham Sakura would have to say to you. Oh no, Aiden Zane would have to say to you when you've told her she's got a busted face. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're all arguing while they're doing with it. Jada, Jada doesn't feel like she's been listened to. Sherry's shouting over everyone and Aiden's still getting that very shy edit, which usually is like the death knoll of Drag Race. If you're coming across as shy, it means you're going home. But, um, where are we here? Oh yeah. I Rock- we're on about Gothy Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> Gothy Kendall, Gothy Kendall. Um, we're back in the workroom and Rock M is triggered uh, she said the uh, having to lead a group really um, reminded her of like her mum being addicted to meth and saying it was because of her and she starts breaking down. It's like, oh my God, you've just got here and you're already How breaking down. How did you down. feel about that? Um, I kind of obviously felt bad for her, but also found something about it slightly comical. <laughs> was that bad? Yeah, it's way too early to be showing this vulnerability that they love on drag yeah, save something for later but maybe they're like if I get eliminated now I gotta get my stories out like like show your fun side first can you imagine to be fair she farted a lot as well it wasn't just yeah. the men <laughs> yeah <laughs> but can you imagine going on a date or something and then instantly like crying about your ex you like at first the first thing that you is do <laughs> is show your fun side and it's like it's your first episode and you're crying about your parents get a grip <laughs> And get a grip of your asshole because these farts are just slipping out. I want to feel that. And that's how Jada breaks the, not the wind, the tension. She says, You should have been apologizing for those farts, but you didn't. Which really reminds me of, Well, yeah, here's Do the quote. No, it's Alyssa, isn't it? No, Jake Jolie. Of Gia 
versus Jocelyn, well, you should have been with that hair, but you weren't. Oh, yeah, it is like that as well. I was thinking of Jay Jolie saying to Alyssa, your shoulders should have matched your hips, but they didn't. <laughs> was it that? Am I getting that right? <laughs> but she breaks the tension, and then we get um, to the runway. Runway, run, 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 runway. And RuPaul comes out in a green... Sorry, Rich's butt plug just fell out. <laughs> we'll deal with that in the break. Uh, Ru comes out in a green leaf cocktail dress and white afro. Did you like? I did. I lived. It looked really good. I mean, these days she hardly puts a foot wrong. She's really, like, raised her game. Mm. Uh, we get the guest judges. We've got Thandie Newton. Did you know who that was? Yeah, because she's in my favourite TV show of all time, Westworld. Oh, really? Yeah, that mm. is what she's most known for. I know for being raped in Crash. What? The film Oh, is that the title? Not like in a car crash. (laughs) I would not be so flippant. And then obviously we get Robin, who we all know and love. You do love Robin, don't you? Yeah. And um, I can't work out what she says, whether she actually says, don't fuck it up. She's like... Well, that's what she said she said. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like that's what she said. You think she's faking it? (laughs) But you are the lie detector of season 12. She's faking me in Swedish, that bitch. Dahlia probably told her to do it. (laughs) And Sherry. <laughs> um, how would you feel if you were a contestant and you were on episode one or two? Would, would you rather have Nikki or Robin? I think mm, it's quite obvious. Robin. Oh, it's me. not. Oh, I would absolutely want Nicki Minaj. Oh, obviously. Would you? Why? What's Because why? Nikki's an icon. She's a legend. Robin's got some amazing tunes, but as she proved in this episode, she's not like larger than life. She's not creating anything memorable. Besides the music. Well, neither am I. I'm just dancing on my own. <laughs> <laughs> you usually are. Um, when we get to our... Oh, no. Before we get to the performance, we're going to take a short break. Um, and I'm going to do my thing that I'm trying to make happen. Like, fetch. To never trappy no. To never trappy no. To never trappy, never trappy, never trappy no. See you in a minute. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar... Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back and we're straight into the performance of You Don't Know Me, which makes me think of You Don't Know Me. Oh, it makes me think of Basement Jacks, you know, where the Queen is You don't out. even know me, so why do you judge my... Is that what you mean? No. Something is, you don't know me, you don't know me, you don't know anything about me. And it's the Queen running around Buckingham Palace, but she gets wasted. And then she ends Just up like the real like, queen. beating up um, someone that works in a corner shop. And then she walks home through the park holding her shoes. It's amazing. It sounds like you're making this up. I have a feeling it's true. <laughs> Basement track. You Watch are the it. new Dahlia Sim. <laughs> well, first thing about this song, I think the chorus is shit. Agreed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? I mean, I feel that I have no say in this. <laughs> no, We're on the same right. page, right? We're on the same page. <laughs> it is shit. Um, and I really feel like after Break Up Bye Bye being such a runaway success, I'm surprised they didn't keep whoever was responsible for that. I think it actually was Emily K, and just keep them mm. because they're back to crap choruses again. So I wasn't that keen on I'm That Bitch last week either. However, I preferred the verses this week to the Nikki ones last week, I think. But I love Cell Block Tango, Chicago, this whole yeah. style. Even though I don't know what Fussy is, I've been loving Fussy before <laughs> My I knew what life. Fussy was. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fussy before it was cool. Her Fussy's on fire. <laughs> uh, so the first verse is Aiden. She was giving me very Sasha Velour, Tim Burton, mm. mesh-up type thing. She was better than expected, but I still think the lyrics weren't that amazing. So I was surprised when she got such good critiques later. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit... I actually just wanted Nicki Minaj to sit there and <laughs> read them all for Phil. <laughs> Even though it's not rap. <laughs> <laughs> it's crap, not rap. Uh, well, you just hate Aiden's face. So there's no coming back from that, really. We I know hate it. Aiden's face. You really do. (laughs) There's one thing I know about you, it's that. Uh, Next up we had Dahlia, the compulsive liar. Um, What what did you think of her verse? It was good, but I was really upset because she reminds me so much of Naomi Smalls that she doesn't say, Clap Naomi (laughs) Smalls. That's all I wanted from that. She has got a touch of um, Naomi Smalls about her. Uh, I thought her verse was the worst one. I thought it was very meh. I didn't like the lyrics, and I think she would have been bottom had there been a bottom too. 
Yeah. No one was shockingly bad, but I think she was the worst. Um, but then everyone thinks the best was Jada. And she was slick, cool. And, um, yeah, I liked her line about, this will slay the competition. And she kind of reminds me of... Do you watch Pose? Mm-mm. She reminds me of those kind of queens from the ball uh, scene, the old Vogue era and stuff like that. And I just love... She's statuesque. She's so beautiful. She's quite captivating. So I get why she did so well. Um, but the person I actually thought would be top two with Jada was Jan, who was not top two. Yeah, I really enjoyed Jan, actually, from this one. Um, but I found it really weird that she again quoted sport and said, I can't wait to bowl a strike. <laughs> I, I like, don't even notice Why that. do you keep talking about sport? It's not becoming. It's been bleeped out of your name and yet you're making it a huge part of your brand. Yeah, it's like you're trying to make up for what's been cut out of your life. It's probably a good thing it was cut out. Just stop referring to it. No, I agree. That's getting cringe. But I thought she had good rhymes, and I like the fact she was the only one who put a good vocal into it. At the end, she went, Ooh! Yeah, she's such Not a good like singer, that. actually. D- uh, well, during her entrance, <coughs> um, I think she showed off a bit of her singing, didn't she? Did she? In the With the Fergie thing? In the beginning. Oh, yeah, because Jada was lip-syncing to her singing. That was yeah. quite good. A little bit Christina Aguilera, but fine. Um, Rock'em. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Rock'em? <laughs> Rock'em? Rock'em. Um, she does like a, oh, I'm rocking, I fart a lot type thing. See? <laughs> see? <laughs> this town ain't big enough for the both of us, see? <laughs> um, so she goes very Chicago. I think her verse is very mortifying. <laughs> I can't remember it now. How does it go? She kind of... Sing sta- it! She starts <laughs> off with that kind of uh, Chicago voice and then she goes into a split. Then she does a fart, which, as you know, that's very much my oh, humour. But I just found it all very... Not very cohesive and just a bit all over the place. Very hodgepodge and Michelle... <laughs> Bring it to the hodgepodge, hodgepodge. Uh, Michelle obviously raised that as well. But it's funny because she says, I want you to sing something. I want the lyrics to refer to who you are as a person. And then I think that she did try to do that. But, and then by Farts bringing... are a big part of her brand. <laughs> I mean, they are. They, they leak out of her tights at all times. So... <laughs> only the fourth layer, chicken. Only the fourth layer, <laughs> Um, and then all of a sudden she says, oh, well, you have sung about who you are. However, it wasn't cohesive. I think sometimes she's just... I think that Michelle is a voice for all the producers in the background and everything bad they have to say. So when they have a negative critique, they give it to Michelle. So that's why so much of her stuff is inconsistent because she's basically voicing every bad opinion on the panel because mm. that's her role on the show. I also love your constant... Uh, <laughs> reference to negative critique, which only season one <laughs> yeah. Chanel fans would understand. When I'm with you, I can't help but fall into season one references. But yeah, Chanel, when she is having a go at RuPaul in season one, says, you were so negative in your critique of me. You made me feel like shit. I am beautiful. <laughs> it's just one of the most iconic rants. In ever. my eyes, I already won. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, next up we have the runways and we have oh my god the theme is Tool which as you know is a big thing for me because I introduced you to Toolgate <laughs> Toolgate is so funny Toolgate is the most iconic stupid fucking thing that's ever <laughs> happened on the show which is a season 3 massive Shandra. drama ununtucked because Shangela thought that Raja broke the rules by using Tool on her dress when they were just meant to make them out of hair. And she does this whole investigation into it that lasts for, like, what feels like three years. The whole untucked episode. And when she eventually finds out that she was right and Raja used tools, she was just like, see? <laughs> and then they all go about their business. <laughs> and it's just like, wow. There's one moment where she's actually sat on the chair, like, trying to side-eye the tool, like... <gasps> That tool? <laughs> it is tool. And Raja's cowering in the corner, like, what is this bitch doing? Shadja's just like, oh, two, two, tool and fabric. <laughs> it's just really good. So I love that they did that. Um, we get Aiden coming on first in the, do you want to press play on the runway? We get her coming in in her lime green princess kind of, I hated this, I thought it was boring. What did you think? Sorry, we're waiting yes. for it actually to load up on the laptop. Again, <laughs> Edith Piaf, Little Sparrow. Oh, just awful. <laughs> I actually like Edith Piaf, but I don't want I like the wig. this queen to look like her. And I do like how unique her makeup is. I like that she has unique style, that she has a her own persona. But no, the dress, I'm not gagging. 
Mm. And it's unique to Drag Race, but it's not unique in drag. No. Loads of drag queens have that. Dahlia, I thought, looked amazing in this gorgeous 80s red dress. Oh, she looks so good. And I love the tattoos as well, I actually. It, because it's that whole androgyny thing. I know women can obviously have tattoos, but... But those are quite manly tattoos, like so sleeves. Manly, it looks... It's kind of reminding me of Rihanna in a way. Mm. Um, and I also should point out that we often call ourselves red. Because you're rich, I'm Ed, it's red. So whenever we agree on something, it's red. It's red. Which we rarely do, but once every, <laughs> once in every blue moon. Uh, Jada looked absolutely stunning in this lemon yellow puff. <laughs> it looks like puff out of context. Just like puffy dress. Um, and I loved Michelle saying, would you pull that crap with a net? Did you get that reference? No. I knew you wouldn't. That's why I wanted to expose you. It's from Greece. It's from Look at Me, I'm oh, Sandy. I hate Greece. You hate Greece? Yeah, I hate Greece. Let's stop the podcast. <laughs> when did you last watch it? When I was like 12. Girl, you need to watch it again. Maybe I'll find a different love for it now. Although I think if you don't love it the first time, you never do, because it happened to me with Dirty Dancing. <gasps> I hate Dirty Dancing. Same. <laughs> Me too. (laughs) Which is a Romeo and Michelle reference, which is another thing that we constantly quote. But we're being very restrained. I'm very proud of us. Uh, Jan came out in a kind of... Oh, well, she took a pun uh, twist on the theme by coming out in an actual tool belt, which I think was really clever and fun, but I also didn't like the look. I think if you do a pun... I know, it was too manly to to quote Gia Gunn. Drag is dressing as girls, not accentuating what you already are, which is a fucking big man. (laughs) You're all still dudes. (laughs) She's so bitter. You could do a whole podcast just on Gia Gunn. You love us so much. Oh my God. I am a Gia Gunn super fan. Sometimes we and Rich get drunk and we just put on YouTube Gia Gunn's best bits. And like four hours later, we're still just cackling with laughter (laughs) at the same video. We live. But yeah, I don't think Jan's outfit is good enough on its own. I think I like a pun, but I like it also to look cool separate from the pun. Um, Rockham, mm. she comes out in massive, massive tall <gasps> dress, which I think was just to contain all the farts. <laughs> Do you not think? I know. If you've got four layers upon four layers, then technically the farts don't exist and never <laughs> happened. I lived for this dress. I, I think thought it was it's amazing. The most incredible. I absolutely love it. I love how the yellow comes through the blue, but it's not too much. And it's... she has to actually spread her legs to be able to seem to be seen properly from the front. It's dramatic. It's a statement. And Michelle says later on, she still keeps shape in it, which is true. She's not a ball of tool. She still has a waist, yeah. which I think is clever. And then last up, we get Sherry, who I hated this outfit. This is awful. I didn't really get the reference. So everyone was making jokes about stormy weather. So is she meant to be like the rainy cloud? I suppose. But why is she crying? Like rain is like tears. Sorry, oh, is that it? I thought it was maybe like. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Oh, yeah, she's got rain. I just, I guess it was flattering for her figure, but I just didn't really like it. Well, in that it hides it, but the actual <laughs> like <laughs> the actual <laughs> silhouette itself is horrific. It's like saying a mask is flattering for your face because you can't see your face. Um, and then we get to the critiques, and this is the the biggest shock for me of the episode was how much they all love Aiden, because uh, I really thought she was classic early out, shy, like like they're gonna just hate the fact she's not showing personality, and yet they all seem to be kind of bewitched by her uniqueness. So I, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't think they'd like her verse that much, but good for her. I hope she keeps surprising us. Maybe she'll even do her face in a way that you approve of, Rich. I don't think she ever could. Also, I really (laughs) dislike the sort of, not salute, but you know when they first say, oh, now it's time for the judges and they talk to her. She gives this really manly, like, help me, sort of Oh, I didn't notice that. That is just so, I'm just not, no. I don't like that. Rue referenced her meaty tuck as well, which is, (laughs) she did that to Jade in season one and people said it was controversial. There are still too many snakes on this motherfucking plane. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that girl. That's so good. Um, And she says to Aiden, did you know that? Like, like you're not going to know you got a massive dick, but whatever. Um, She goes, we go to Dahlia, who they really don't like. Um, 
Ross says she needs to pop like soju in the first week. By the way, Ross has some amazing one-liners this episode. I, I think Ross has seen how funny Alan Carr was on Drag Race UK and it's up to her game because she comes up with some zingers and I live. Oh, I think she's always funny. She's I always funny, but she's raised her game. The word skosh, meaning a little bit. Oh, you need to, you know, tad that down a skosh. <laughs> I think that might be a Jewish word. Um, and they then expose Dahlia, which will obviously be your favourite bit for her lies, because she says she's from the city of Sin, which is Vegas, which she's not from. And then her titles turn out to be, I was on the train and I'm a whore. <laughs> what is she Those saying? Those famous international pageant titles. <laughs> then she goes, Those are more of my titles. Like, that is more my kind of title. And then what? she says, And that's it. <laughs> so she kind of got busted there. Uh, Jan reveals that this is her favourite show and she's been listening and, like, she really wants the critiques and she wants to improve every week. She's been so positive. Uh, they mention that she, like, in her lyrics said she wants to push further into the mainstream than any of the Queen and Rue's like, oh, hold up. So she has an issue with that, but I think they all love Jan. Do you like Jan? Yeah, but why am I... What am I missing here? What does she mean mainstream? Why is she against that? What's going on? I know Rue's making a joke like, you want to go more mainstream than any of the Queen. I'm the Queen who's gone furthest into the mainstream. So you're basically saying you want my spot. I see. So I think it's just a bit of light shade. Um, oh, we say that she might be disqualified next week like Sherry. <laughs> like, <laughs> Rue's having none of it this season. Um, Rockham, they kind of... Rockham? They kind of criticise her for the farts. Uh, but she insists that is part of me. Or it was part of her till she let it go. Uh, she says she did 10 in the workroom. She announces proudly. I love someone that's open about toilet humour. I agree with Michelle, though. Maybe save it till later in the season. Don't make yeah. it your brand from the get-go. Along with the crying. That could come later. Yeah, crying and farts. That's, that's her thing. And then Ross gets another zinger in, which is... Uh, talking about her big dress. Much like a date with Michelle, you are getting swallowed. <laughs> that is a good one. You can't argue that with that. Really good. Um, and I think we're going to take another little break now and you'll be pleased to know there's no song for end of part two. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Club and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back and ooh, my phone just and ooh, my phone is just spinning around. Um, we're at the deliberations. We get one of the few comments from Robin, who's stayed quite quiet through the episode, really. But she says that she likes that Jan is very positive. But she says she's a lot, a lot, which I think means like she's too much, which is kind of shady from she's Robin. Trying to be polite, isn't she? A lot of people said that um, on Reddit that they found Robin one of the most boring judges ever. Did you? <laughs> what did you think of that? <laughs> yeah, she was very quiet. Um, I've never really thought of Robin to be someone that would be a very sort of loud and vocal judge on anything. I'm quite surprised that she's even here. I wonder whether... Yeah. Is she, like, making her comeback and they're just using this episode to, like, bring her back into... Spotlight? I think she's never stopped making music. You've just stopped listening to it. So she didn't need um. to come back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. But yeah, after Nicki Minaj, anyone was going to seem pretty quiet, weren't they? Because she's so loud. But this similar thing happened, I can't remember what season it was. I think it was season 10 with Shania Twain. It was season 10 and she was quite quiet. And it's like, just because someone's a big star doesn't always necessarily mean they're a huge extroverted person. Mm. So I have no ill will towards Robin for being a little bit boring because she's delivered as many tunes over the years. And speaking of which, that is what we get next for the lip sync. So we go through all the queens and they're declared safe, but there's, we don't have the same twist as last week because we know what's happening this time. Yeah. So and I think they know. You know, if you're, yeah. if you're confident enough to think, I've fucking turned this shit out. Yeah. Say, oh, I swear again. Moon, it out! You must just think, wait. I got this. <laughs> Speaking of that, would you like to fill in with Charlie this week and try and do a tongue pop? Because I know you struggle as well. Oh, God. <laughs> Charlie takes like a minute to build up to it. You just, <laughs> at least you did it badly, but did it straight away. You didn't take up much time with it. I think that isn't the trick. It was sloppy. Have a, to have a... <laughs> mm. Do you want to try have again? A, a wet mouth. Yeah. Like with most things, that's the, that's the key. Ready? No. That was better. It's going in the right direction. <clears throat> so did you agree with the top two, which was Jan and Sherry? Yeah, definitely. So you didn't agree with me that um, 
Oh no, sorry, Jan and Sherry aren't the top. I thought they should have been the top. The top was Sherry and Jada. I can't get these names. So Jade. Oh, Jade Essence Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Who am I thinking? Oh, the Jan. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it was between those three, but I would have expected Jan to be there because I thought she kind of turned it. Um, but did, would this have been the Robin song that you would have chosen to have as the lip sync? Um, I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say bulletproof, but is that Larue? That is Larue. <laughs> I thought they would have chosen My Heart Will Go On for Robin, but it's just, they went with Call Your Girlfriend. What else does Robin sing? So she had a big song in the 90s, which was Show Me Love. That was her breakthrough hit. And then she made a big comeback in the noughties with, with, with Every Heartbeat. Of course. And then I thought that was her first up. one. I didn't realise. Well, that was the first one of her new incarnation. Show me love. And then she followed. You got to show me love. That's a different 90s song. Oh. Hers is, show me love, show me life. Show me Which was actually one of the first songs ever by Max Martin, who was one of the biggest hit makers of all time. You wow. Who she is. Um, but then Robin followed up a number one hit with Every Heartbeat with my favourite Robin song, which I would have liked to be the lip sync, which is Handle Me. You can handle me. It sounds better when she does it. Mm, I... Presume it must. <laughs> <laughs> but this was the popular choice amongst the fans. They all wanted to call your girlfriend, and that's what they get. Um, and we get two, uh, similar to last week, we get two very different interpretations of the song. One queen goes down a comedic route, one queen goes down a more serious route. Which did you prefer? Um, you can say Sherry, even though she's been disqualified. We're <laughs> taking an unbiased view on this show. I actually dislike both of them. I thought this was <laughs> a really shit because you could see Aiden's face in the background it really <laughs> yeah I think I was really I wanted her to get to the end and just go meh and then just like send them both away I thought it was an amazing lip sync you really hated it I just wasn't interested I didn't hate it I was just indifferent to it I thought Jada was really capturing the song and I loved her movements and I loved the way she was emoting and then Sherry was just giving like little not over the top but little nice comic moments and her lip sync was really tight I think I could tell that Jada was winning and was going to win by the end. Especially because when the artist is there, I don't think they like them to take as much of a comedic approach to the song. Mm. They like it more direct. Um, and it's probably best that Sherry didn't win because disqualifying her, then her being the winner the next day would be <laughs> awkward. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even Rue agreed with me, not you, which was that it was a fantastic lip sync. But she declares... Jada the winner, who now gets $5,000. And then she declares that it's time to meet the other girls. <gasps> yes, I loved this bit. Even though it's so much, it's so much just like bollocks. They've obviously just been told, oh, just look sassy at each other. It's Definitely. very Gia gun. Well, I didn't quite cough like a man, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring her up. Again. Can it but... ever not be about Gia Gunn? We <laughs> um, could be doing a football podcast and you'd be like, oh, that goal she scored was very similar to Gia Gunn. <laughs> and then I'll probably be like, oh, I feel that Jan should be here because she's obsessed with sports. <laughs> well, just because you want to mention Gia Gunn doesn't mean you're going to mention Gia Gunn. <laughs> but you are going to, as you've proved. <laughs> yeah, they walk through. It's all very staged, but all very camp and like pantomime and they all go meh at the others. Um, do you think the next episode is going to feature a lot of like divisiveness between the two groups i think they're gonna um make it out to be really you know relaska top sort of like cliquey yeah they're gonna try and turn this into a storyline yeah um and then it'd be really fun if two girls from different you know tribes fell in love that'd be very like romeo and Julia, montague capulets that'd be brilliant oh that would be good i hope that happens um, I think you will love this bit. Um, when Nikki, what's her surname? The French one, Nikki Doll. Nikki Doll. And she goes same, same, same. Camp, camp, same. Next. <laughs> Can you do yeah. it with the French accent? Did you notice that bit? Yeah. It's like same, same, same. Camp. I don't know. I can't do a French accent right now. You were doing it. <laughs> was I? I lived. But what you did show me earlier, and now I'm going to put you on the spot, is you did a great impression of Heidi's quote at the end of the episode. Heidi in closet. Yeah, I've already forgotten what she says. <laughs> she sounds really like sort of country bumpkin, but also 
high some, pitch. There's some like Canadian high pitch stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that she Well, if you said? won't do it, can you play your recording of it? Because you sent me. What is recording. it that she says? I can't remember what she says. Like, they're far too. <laughs> <laughs> there are far too many girls in here. I'm gonna send them home like dominoes, one after the other. See, this is why I didn't do that impression. Yeah, I feel like you've done it now. But I couldn't. I can't top that. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to ask you to send me your recording, and I'm going to interject it where mine was. <laughs> um, did you see the bit at the end of next week's episode? I always stop it at that point because I don't want to know anything about it. Do you want me not to spoil it for you then? Oh, you can. I feel that you could, you know, go for it. Well, I'm not really spoiling anything because I didn't really understand what next week's episode was. It's an <laughs> improv challenge, but they seem to be in front of an American Idol sign dressed as vegetables. So I don't oh, know if they're doing like a parody of American Idol where like different teams have to have a theme. But yeah, it looked like it wasn't going to be one of the best challenges. Then again, those ridiculous ones. I mean, Detox dressed as a chicken. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how brilliant that was. So you never know. And what did you think of this episode overall? I preferred the first one. I think I preferred this one. The only thing I liked about this one is that I actually really fancy the fart guy. (laughs) Rocker. Yeah, I think he's just short and hot and like Filipino. Are you into like scat stuff? (laughs) Not at all. It kind of sounds like you are. I think I would just put up with the farts. (laughs) But he's got, he looks really good in a vest and short, short, who likes short shorts? Yes. I do. <laughs> I also love that he pulled his shorts down and then he said, next time you need to wear some longer shorts. Cock like this. <laughs> I love the whole episode you're shading the fact she keeps farting and crying over a methy mum and then oh, no, the you're like, I alone. really fancy it. That's why I like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it for this week then. Um, thank you so much for joining me, Rich. It was as much of a pleasure as I knew it would be. The pleasure was mine. And... Um, um, as well as listening to the recaps, dear listeners, can you also please tune in every Thursday for the Ed and Charlie show, where this Thursday we'll have a guest comedian, Joshua David Mays. It's a really good episode. We've already recorded it. See you then. And Rich, would you like to click it out with me? Sure. <laughs> Threw in a free tongue pop as well. Bye. <laughs> Bye.